Central to Pulawat navigation is familiarity with the positions where the stars rise and set. The stars, as we all know, rise in the east and set in the west, as do the sun and the moon. Away from the equator, as in the United States and Europe, they rise above the horizon at an angle and describe a sloping arc through the sky, an effect produced by being located near the top of the spinning globe. Near the equator, however, the stars appear to rise and set vertically, except those in the extreme northern and southern sky. This means that even though a star is sighted some distance above the horizon, it is nevertheless almost directly over the spot where it has risen or where it will set. It is this quality of vertical movement in equatorial stars which has been observed and used by Carolinian navigators, that is, from the Caroline Islands. They have selected various stars both for their prominence and because the places of their rising and setting are spaced around the horizon. In this way, the sky on a clear night becomes a vast compass, the various headings picked out by familiar stars as they move up and down near the horizon. Yet the particular star which is named and stands for a given bearing is visible in a setting or rising position only part of the time. In some seasons, it does not appear at all. Even when it is visible, it spends part of the night so high in the sky that it is not possible to obtain a bearing by looking at it. For these reasons, other stars are noted and remembered, which are at the same celestial latitude, travel the same road, as they say, and can therefore substitute for the named navigation star when it is unavailable. Thirty-two directions or bearings are defined by the navigation stars, which happen also be, to be the number of points on a traditional mariner's compass. The 32 stars in the Puluat navigation system are, however, historically much older than the advent of the western compass in this area and are therefore not derived from it. Although the stars are spaced around the horizon, they are not exactly the same distance apart and therefore do not quite coincide with the points of the mariner's compass. On Puluat, the cardinal direction is east under the rising of Altair, the big bird. However, the star compass system can most readily be described to a northerner by beginning with the North Star, Polaris, the star which never moves. The North Star is low at the latitude of the Carolines, roughly seven degrees north, and frequently obscured by cumulus clouds which often ring the tropical horizon even at night. Nevertheless, it is highly valued because it is always there, and being close to the horizon can provide a good bearing when sighted. Near the North Star, and thus rising a little to the east of it, is the Little Dipper. Being so far to the north, the Little Dipper swings in a fairly tight circle about the North Star and does not stay directly over its point of rising for as long as the other stars do. It has the further disadvantage of being a constellation of several stars, although its brightest star, Kochab, catches the eye and provides the most obvious bearing. Just as the Little Dipper rises a little to the east of the North Star, so it sets to the west by an equal amount. Therefore, like most other navigational stars or constellations, it defines two points or bearing on the circle of the horizon, its positions of rising and setting being equal amounts to the east and the west. A little fragment of, of how navigation is done on this island in, in the Carolines, which is done entirely by dead reckoning, which means that one's position at any time, one's position at any time, is determined solely on the basis of distance and direction traveled since leaving the last known location. Put the other way around, it means that if you lose track of how far you have come from where you were, you are lost. In contrast to this, Western celestial navigation, Loran and other techniques, make it possible to establish a, a precise position without any knowledge of where you have been, except in the most general sense of knowing what part of the world you are in.
That's a whole other system. It's, it's, it, it's based on knowing where you've been. Yeah, knowing right. where you've you been. You know what that comes from? And, and the, the all Western systems are based on basically on writing it down. That is some table, some chart of information already, already acquired. Some computer system, basically. Whether it uses a computer or not. Something that computes for you where you are. Mm -hmm. You yourself do not actually know. You it's ask a machine or you ask a book of records or you ask a log or you ask... Uh, tables of navigation or something like that, but those cats, man, they just think another way. You know, they—they—it's a whole other way of thinking. But I think actually we've been—that's what we do all the time. That's what the fire sign theater does with itself all the time. Is it constantly sits around and examines uh, where it's been? You know, that historical, that the, all that endless verbalizing we do about 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 who we are. You know, what some people sneeringly call psychoanalysis is actually just a way of dead reckoning. That's right. It, you know? it, 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 it exactly is. I mean, well, a lady and I consistently map our relationships with each other, talk yeah. constantly in retrospect, the way all the way, uh, couples of people do when they've been together. They tend to talk about old times. I noticed that with my grandparents, man. And it's not just a boring thing. You're keeping track of where you've been, you yeah. know, and how far away you are from, from, those, from the points you remember, really. Because if you depend on books, man, and, and records, it's that, that's entertainment. It's not real that to me, be, you know? That would be like, like a star. <laughs> like saying, well, let's see, where were we at 20 years ago? You could either bring up something that happened to you, which is consciousness, or if you went back and read the history of the period, it wouldn't be the same thing. No, because history is just, just is, is words, entertaining things, things to play with, but not, not like saying, oh, yeah, that was the year that the cow died, or that was the year of the big frost, or, or you know, the way, the, the way other peoples remember things. Right. You know? I saw a picture of a map from the Carol I think it was the Caroline Islands. That's 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 Micronesia, isn't it? Yes, I believe it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, look, they had a map. You know, captured it from the Japanese during you the war. You know I what think. their you know what their maps look like? They are bamboo. They look like bamboo placemats a bit, and they look like they have a, like an abstract design of a shell here and mm -hmm. a shell here in the bamboo. And actually, it shows the current. And the shells show places that where there are reefs and such, and that's, that's their map. That's these guys. There's a picture of them bending around a circle of small rocks to exhibit the the compass yeah. relationship. That's that's yeah. That's right next to it people. was a picture of a white man, a monkey with a shaved head, in front of a radar screen in that green ghosty glare, Bleep. where where we we have a lot of radar stations and stuff. We have our whole de uh, defense line is in Micronesia now. You know? Yeah. And uh, there he was charting the same thing, and right next to it was this beautiful bamboo uh, piece of art, which was probably a lot more. I want to read one other section from, from this, well, which is not. Radar is interesting stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just that those guys... It's what bats use. No, really. It'd so be neat if artists had a hold of radar. Yeah, technology, you know, to, the, technology to the artist. Yeah, right. I mean, because that's the thing. Those cats are, are, are navigators in Micronesia, right? They're, they're cats, but they're also art. I mean, there's in those yeah. societies, there isn't that distinction that we have between art and... <coughs> or between... Art navigation, which we Art have in this, yeah, in this society. Yeah. Right. We know a navigator is a guy in a military uniform, and an artist is a guy. We talk about different. the art of navigation, but that doesn't but mean the same thing. That's, uh, yeah. that's the technique. That's the age of reason. Right. The, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. There's the art of conversation. Right. <laughs> the art of, art of talking about navigation. <laughs> Let me give you one one other little little uh, step in this. That one complication or one uh, one other way of dealing with the in, with the environment once they've done their made their bearings and set their headings. Three wave systems are recognized and used by Puluat navigators in maintaining a course at sea. I have observed two of them, but the third kind of wave, which is weakest, was not running at any time I was out in it on a canoe. Coming from the due east is the big wave, literally the big, big wave, 
relatively steep and short and quite distinctive once you learn to recognize it. All manner of waves cross and impinge upon one another at various angles, even far from land. Two or three crests go by, and then another set intrudes from elsewhere. Yet the big wave has, has in a fashion difficult to describe, more character. Perhaps the unbroken crest of the wave extends further from side to side than do the lesser waves, or there are a few more crests which pass in review before a different set intrudes. These impressions are visual and untutored and therefore inadequate. Puluwatans steer by the feel of the waves under the canoe, not visually. So what I am able to report at first hand is several steps removed from the actual sensory inputs which guide the navigator on his way. My observations can thus testify only that the big wave is distinguishable does come regularly from the east and is therefore real, something which I found difficult to credit before I had been out on a canoe and seen it for myself. Yeah, interesting. If, would you read the, the two sentences, the sentence before and the sentence after, the use of the word sensory input, that little piece of jargon, and just cut that out, just edit it for a second, because it's like... I just, it'll the one after? Uh, no, the one before. Well, the one that you just read before. These impressions are visual and untutored and therefore inadequate. Pulawatans feel by uh, steer by the feel of, of the waves under the canoe. So what I am able to report is at first hand several steps removed. Okay, uh, so right. That was it. My right. observations can thus testify only that it's distinguishable. Right. Sensory inputs. Then there is a north uh, a north wave and a south wave and and so forth. And, and the, the wave of Chinese too. He has over the islands every three years. Japanese and that's right. came by. There's a new wave, wave of Americans. New wave of uh, filmmakers came through last year, <laughs> and uh, that they were very hard to steer by. Mm. Hard to get under your canoe. Well, they brought three or four stars to the island who left almost immediately. Well, that undoubtedly <laughs> added to the confusion. Oh, right. Right. They found one dead reckoning, and uh, that was it. Sounds like one of those John Houston epics. Yeah. There's going to be more MGM sales, by the way. There are. Yep. Costumes uh, next week. Uh, tomorrow, as a matter of